Uh, and it is Tuesday, Jake. It is show 709 for you and me, officially. Way to go. Boy, thanks, man. Always been a dream. And it's day two in a row, but it is now, uh, out of those 709, 271 of those shows where we were both doing the program from high atop my garage, uh, which is kind of attached to my house. Would you call this? No, it's not attached at all, right? It's just got a little little walkway. Yeah. Non-attached garage. Unattached. Do not count this square footage in uh, in any literature where we're trying to sell the house. But it's kind of the feature of the house. Yeah. It's the best part of the house. No, I'd love to see the look on every dude's face whenever their wife drags them to, we got to go look at another listing, and he's beaten. Ah, this place looks like all the rest. What? When looking for a house, I was... Or an office above the garage. In fact, we very nearly bought Jerry Fraley's old house. Whoa. Jerry Fraley, the old Dallas Morning News writer, had a house in Grapevine. Now, would you have gotten all of his Hawaiian shirts, or is that a... Possibly. They uh, had very little storage in the house, though. you got to look for storage as well. But he had a really cool above-the-garage um, uh, apartment. Or I believe that. Uh, the depth of the open today, uh, a couple to highlight Blake with. Uh, we had the uh, birthdays associated with a top news story of the day. So we had a Sagan birthday, which is today, but we were actually talking about the storm, a uh, previous storm, and that's a top news story. Nolan locked in with a monkey. That's a top news story today, I hope, at the one thirty News. No, it's the entire segment. And because it is Tuesday... And usually by this time of the week, we're out of stuff. We're out of topics. Um, we need to send up the signal. And I don't know if he's there because I tried to... I sent him a text and invited him to our Zoom so we could all look at each other. But this is a Tuesday, and it's when we look to uh, see you next Tuesday with Gordon Keith. Gordon Keith, ladies and gentlemen, joins us here on the uh, Hang Zone. Thank you. Every Tuesday at this time, the greatest of all Gordos. Hey, Gordon. I want the ghost of Jerry Fraley to join us to talk about you walking through his house. And uh, saying that he didn't have enough storage for all of his Hawaiian shirts. Well, he didn't have enough storage for all my stuff. Apparently, his storage was fine. Wow, stuff bragging. I got, I got stuff, stuff man. shaming. I was, you, where are we going to put the Christmas decorations? Uh, See back there. Did you talk to Jerry about his house, or you just happened to find out it was his through house? a medium? No, I'm talking about. I'm assuming that you looked at his house back when you before you bought the one you're in now, right? Yeah, this is many years ago, over a decade. This is this is pre-death Jerry Fraley. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was confused. Pre, yeah, it was life, Jerry Fraley. <laughs> Did you talk to life, Jerry Fraley, about, Not about it, his or house, you just no. were, were walking through there and noticed all the pictures of the 
guy in Hawaiian shirts, and you said, hey, I know that guy. I think the realtor informed us. Like, that was a selling point. Sure. Yeah. Seems like a violation of realtor hippo laws or something like that. Is it actually a law that you have to inform people if there was a murder in the in the uh, property? It's a law. You have to inform someone in Texas if someone died, yes, of a violent means in a house or a sports writer had lived there at one point. <laughs> That's and an you odd- can't say master bedroom. No, no. And the good thing is, is as soon as we stopped saying master bedroom, uh, housing inequality was fixed. Right. Uh, all that, that was the main problem addressed. all these years. Do you think okay, it's an odd distinction? Um, Jake's making fun of progress. Okay. <laughs> Do you think it's an odd distinction that they make you disclose it only if it were violent? Yeah. So apparently if it is a not, we don't call it suicide anymore. What do you call it? Suey. If if someone opts opts to un, enjoy unlivement, <laughs> then they, you do not have to disclose that. It's only if someone was killed by a, another person of their non-choosing. Well, see, that makes no sense to me because I would think the suey, if you are a ghost person, way more likely. Yeah, right. it's more and likely, the, but you don't have to Is the house it. so depressing that it might, might cause you to commit suicide? Right. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's I a good know. point. Yeah. You should disclose that even more. Like because there's, there's no a open chance concept. The mm-hmm. They were tired of not being able to remove a load-bearing wall. <laughs> they couldn't uh, cook and see the TV at the same time. See, I think you should have to disclose to a potential buyer if you watched the 1998 film Happiness in the Home. Well, now look at that oh, segue. Boy. Look at a that segue, segue. As that was a uh, an assignment we had a couple weeks ago in this very space. But then last week we had the guy that caught Dez's raccoon in his bathroom room. <laughs> Sometimes news breaks. Sure. And uh, this is what live radio is all about. This is what you can't get on a podcast, right? Or your TV, right? 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 Anyway, so that's why we had to... Right. Suicide. Shift gears. Right. Um, But yeah, so Gordon, this is a movie Gordon introduced to all of us at the ticket. Back in around (laughs) 1999. Well, I hate this this being part of my legacy. Because I I don't... This isn't you anymore, is what you're saying. This is yeah, a, I changed a, a lot in my movie recommendations in the last five years, and I don't think this show is respecting it. Right. But you did and kind of sign off on Jake watching it and giving a review, right? Yes, and Jake sent right? a picture that showed his... i got to stop listening to Gordo in the morning because that's going to make me now yep. not say right anymore, and I enjoy uh, punctuating my sentences with that word. Go on, Gordon. Jake, you do it too, right? Uh, occasionally, yes, but it's nowhere near as annoying as it is with my daughter, who is four, and she punctuates every single sentence within, uh, there's like an upward intonation of, right? Right? Did you you let her watch Happiness along with your son? No, it was just my son. It was the first movie my son's watched with me. And it's just, I hate that I will always know that bit of trivia. He was awake, and the wife was still asleep, and I needed to wa- I needed to watch the movie, so I put him on my lap, and I sent Gordon a picture of my cute little helmeted son watching Happiness with Oh, me. wow. Yeah, this morning. So sick. <laughs> There's not really any graphic scenes. 
for the most that's part. That's true. Yeah. And if he couldn't hear the the dialogue, of course, he's not like he'd understand the dialogue, but you never want to take that chance, do you? The Philip Seymour Hoffman scene is a little graphic. Well, which one? The photo? Uh, the one where he ends up sticking something to the wall. That's, yeah. The yeah. Fo- it's oh, that's what I, that I think is? it's a photo. All right. Yeah, his adhesive was an interesting choice. Yeah. I feel like I did... I deserve hazard pay for watching this in the morning. <laughs> My day is ruined. My show performance today will probably suck. Uh, there is some comedic elements to it, though. There are some. And this movie came out in when? 90... 98. The movie and Happiness Seymour Hoffman is what we're talking about. Most, yeah. And with everybody snowed in... <laughs> Maybe this would be a perfect opportunity for you two to gather around the fire. Yeah, find happiness and and just watch it with the family. the The name of the movie is Happiness. Yeah, what could How be wrong with that? Could it be? So, among the many storylines we have here, it's it's one of these sort of movies where there are six or seven storylines happening at once, but they're all somewhat adjacent and interconnected. And I was able to find comedic relief in most of them, and then when I would laugh. They would immediately uh, go back to the storyline of the therapist pedophile father, mm. who is drugging Spoiler and alert. his son's friends at sleepovers. And then, when he becomes aware that his son has a friend who is allowed to stay at home by himself while his parents are away, he gets a glimmer in his eye and immediately says he has to go to a meeting and drives right to the boy's house. That was. That thread was uh, was disturbing enough. Ronald Farber. Ronald Farber. You remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I watched it two weeks. Is that the actor's name or the character's name? No, that's the, the, the 11-year-old. You haven't rewatched, uh, Gordon? Like, no. I, I'm, the 50 times in 1999 was enough? <laughs> I got a lifetime of viewing done in about two and a half months. I, I don't have access to it. I did hear from one person who said they can get me a copy. I think it's the same person that provided you guys. Yeah. Yeah, well. But he never sent it to me. We're guys that would provide you a copy. You think we'd hold on to it and not give it to you? Come on. I would feel weird asking you guys. And just every interaction between the dad, the pedophile dad, and his son. Mm. His son. The, the Their first interaction is his son asking him what. Just oraculate the, is, but in a more street slang version. The, the dad is very honest with his son. Like that's the <laughs> right. It's oh, that's the point of this movie it. is that it's very interesting that the conversation. The most on the honest bed. person about life is the dad with the son. Right, and he's the one who's sick. And you, and had, you eventually, had your when son his son lap, asked, Jake? "Did you have sex with my friend?" He said, "Yes." Okay. All right. Yeah, and let's and that, dance around a little bit here. That's the worst, obviously, the worst part of the movie because the son. That was the end. Once yeah. the approval of his, well, not the very end. The very end involves a dog <laughs> and a balcony, <laughs> right? And dogs will lick anything. <laughs> I thought maybe you, canine stood for something else too. So you like the final line of the movie, Jake? <laughs> when the son who's been searching for. Climax the entire movie, but can't okay. figure out how to do it. Proudly tells his aunts, grandparents, and mother. Walks in on the dinner party, basically the lunch or whatever. I seed. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> the, the movie ends. No, but the son is is seeking his father's approval so much 
that when his father tells him, yes, I in fact did have sex with two of your friends. Hey! And his son says, would you do it again? And he says, yes. Oh my. And he says, would you do it with me? And he says, Okay, all right. No. And then has another line, but that's what bummed the son out, is that he realized that Johnny and Ronald... Let's talk about a different movie. Desirable than him. It's how how did that thing ever get green lighted? But see, this is the thing, though, Gordon. I know you like to start a fire and then back away. (laughs) But it is a it's a it's a deep thinking movie. It's it's the the point is is. that nobody's really happy. Right. The lady who has it all. The lady who has it all gets yeah. The lady uh, who's famous is tired of it. The one who got famous for writing about uh, being abused as a as a child is upset she didn't get abused as a child. Right. Because she's a fraud. you know, maybe Vlad is the only happy one. The uh, is he the Russian guy that? Yeah, but he's beating on his Russian girlfriend who wants to be his wife. Yeah. So, you know the. Uh, oh, who's the guy that the opening scene? John Lovitz. John Lovitz. Yeah, he clearly wasn't happy because yeah, he committed so suicide. He gets broken up oh. with in the opening in the opening scene, and he works with this other main character, and they're friendly. And so she's crying at work about his suicide, and people are asking her what's wrong because she's the one who broke up with him. And literally, no one in the office remembers that he even worked there. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> but the, the like, guy was he, was he the the tall, handsome Latino man? And it's like, no, he was a little more of a square. The doctor brown. seemed to have it all because he he had the uh, wife and the kids and the perfect but you nice know, job house. She wouldn't. Uh, have sex with him anymore, right? And, yeah. Uh, of course, he was buying boys' magazines, like boys, you know, uh, teenage <laughs> magazines like, that teenage girls would buy, like Tiger Beat. Yeah, yeah. With uh, with your boy uh, bands or whatever pictures in it, and he would buy those and hop out into the uh, back seat of his car in a parking lot and <laughs> hammer away. Yeah, at yeah, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is. Uh, a sexual deviant, to put it lightly. He, oh, that's deviant. He has I like his, his telephone st- questions, though. Yeah, <laughs> and and I've actually never thought about that. If you did that so hard, it would leave your body in other places. <laughs> like a like a dam springing a leak. <laughs> hmm. But. He has his standards set way too high, and once he finally lowers them and seems to share an attraction with Cameron Mannheim, she tells him that the doorman at their apartment Rob paid her, and she cut him up, and he's in her freezer. Right. So and she's he's not like, happy. Either. And he's like, "That's this too is weird the, for even me." The doorman wasn't happy. She's no. not happy. He's not happy. No, no one's happy. The senior citizens, Except the, the kid. grandparents who get divorced. Yeah, the kid's happy at the end. Oh yeah, the grandparents who get divorced. Yeah. It's it's so yeah. So if you're into deep thinking movies, I think this is perfect for everyone. At some point, I stopped watching movies like this, and I don't know if it was first kid. It might have been a little bit before that, trying to have kids. But I just just show me Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. I used to watch movies like this all the time, and maybe I was pretending to be smart. And now I'm just like, just blow something up and put the rock in it. Well, the you know, rest of America is kind of with you. What, what are blockbusters? Yeah, like, I, was this a? 
No. The summer hit of uh, 1999. <laughs> no. no. I don't think it was. Well, so how much did you know about it, Jake, before you started watching it? Like, I did knew, you read a summary of it? No, I did not want to. I knew the phrase, oh, Billy, and I got up like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme off my couch when the dad first said it to the son. Oh, Billy. Mm-hmm. That was a big moment. And I knew that there was bodily fluids used as adhesives at some point. <laughs> and both those two things happened in about the first 15 minutes. So from there, I was flying blind. And shocked okay. at every turn. <laughs> what was your most tense moment when you're watching? Like, are you just really the most ten- out or the most tense out? moment is uh, when the therapist, the rapist dad, and his he has his son. Wow, is that something intended? Uh, the therapist is the rapist, and he is. I don't know if the uh, Sean Connery Jeopardy bit had hit yet. I don't okay. know, but. When his son has a sleepover deep, and his dad is super excited about it, and the dad is in the kitchen making uh, ice cream sundaes for everyone, but he's cracking open pills and pouring them into the chocolate sauce before he puts okay. them uh, onto the, uh, let's, the let's ice cream. Let's talk about rock movies. Now nah, let's, let's he move takes on him, to the rock. He takes him into the living room where his wife is with his smallest child, and then his son or his friend are playing video games, and he presents the ice cream, and his son says, oh, dad, you didn't know Johnny hates fudge. And he's like, what else can I get you? And he says, I'm not hungry. He says, do you have anything to drink? I like grape high C. And he looks at his wife and says, do we have any? And she says, no. He says, I'll go to the store. Yeah, it's like 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then he's like, that's no big deal. He's like, could I interest you in a sort of sandwich? Yeah, I like tuna fish. And he hurriedly goes back to the kitchen and whips up a tuna fish sandwich breaks another pill open on that, takes it back to the kid who's now in there by himself and is just sweating bullets waiting for the kid to eat the sandwich. It's, and it takes a long time. The rest of the time. family is already I'm all passed out. Yeah, because they've the all been drunk. It's too dark. Yeah. It's too dark. The movie's too dark. <laughs> and the thing is, is that guy is like a noted director, right? What's his name? Uh, he did Welcome to the Dollhouse, I think, too. Oh, did he? And something, something with the, the name the actor? stories in it. No, no, or the, the director. director. Okay. And he may have written it, too. He did write it. His name, I cannot... Todd Solon. Todd Stoltz's Todd or something? Solons, yeah. Anyways. There's uh, a, this week's movie review. Yeah, maybe next time we'll talk to a guy who catches vermin in Lightning <laughs> it's, it's the movie that no one should watch, but I'm glad that you watched it, Jake, just because Dan and I had to offload it to somebody. Thank you. Yeah, so like a chain email. Now I have to. It's one of those deals. Like I had to do with Dan. I saw it and I couldn't take the tenseness of it, so I had to rope Dan into watching it. And the dog. And now we've passed it to you. The dog cleans. And now you up have to the, pass it on. The Chisholm Trail, and then goes and kisses oh. the mom <laughs> right after. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Gordon Keith. Oh. Play the thing again, play the thing again, but there you go. Yeah. Snow day. Happiness. You going to go make a snowman? Yes. Yeah, and I'm going to break up a pill and put it in the snowman. (laughs) (laughs) And that is see you next Tuesday, so Gordon, we'll see you next Tuesday, okay? See you next Tuesday, boys. Later. In uh, in Phoenix. Uh, I'm not going. Thanks. Oh, all right.
You just reminded him the Super Bowl is next week. That's right. This is the ticket.